Oscar. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's a it's a nice relaxing um, moment in time for me on a on a lovely Thursday afternoon here down in Melbourne. So I'm pretty chilled, which is pretty rare. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Um, we're having a lovely, I guess, casual conversation today yeah. about you, your story. Um, quite the story it is, I imagine. I'm yet to hear a lot of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but funny story how I met Oscar, he was just telling us at the airport <laughs> when he thought my girlfriend only had one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned this story as well. Like I didn't, I didn't know it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, uh, I, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And she, her jacket was really long and her arm looked I don't know, but anyway, let's move on from that. One. <laughs> I was still embarrassed over that. Brilliant. I was like, I was. What do I call you, Oscar? Or do I call you Oscar twice? You know, I was like, Oscar or Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. Um, well, I have. All, I've got my own special ways. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I had a stutter. Somebody taught so, and that's how I call it Oscar, Oscar. But that's a, that's another story again. Yeah. Is it actually? Is that how it was called? That no, some some idiot accountant um, um, thought he was being funny when he had too many drinks in him and asked me. Thought that was quite funny that to say did I have a, a did I did did I have a stutter is that why I call it twice oh wow oh wow oh, wow yeah. you know that's, what accountants some, are like that's some Aussie humour there is it yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was a real good one that one yeah yeah it wouldn't fly back at home <laughs> yeah it wouldn't fly back at home yeah. but yeah so you you're Irish yeah obviously with the accent yeah County Clare I'm uh, I was I was born in a no, the son of a, the son of a, a the son of a, an Irish, uh, uh, basically a chimney sweep. Believe it or not, my old man was a chimney wow. sweep. He was the youngest of, of five, and I, I'm the middle of five. And my mum was um, um, just a, 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 a worker. She she worked. She had, there was five five kids. He was an alcoholic more so than a chimney sweep. He also worked for Aer Lingus. I don't think Aer Lingus um, did too well while he worked there because I think there was a lot of tarmac that wasn't spread so well on on the surfaces of uh, Shannon Airport at the time because <laughs> he worked at Shannon. Um, um, but yeah, so we we were brought up very very in a in a in a um, just outside a, a little village called Tallinn, County Clare in Ireland, a very remote, mm-hmm. beautiful part where. Everybody fishes, and you can hunt up from the the the, the, the bedroom window, and and there's rabbits out there, and they're growing, and and, uh, and yeah, we, we, we had I had a very uh, I had a very um um countryfied uh, beautiful existence that was very rural, and and um, worked on farms, um, and and uh, brought home the bacon literally. Um, mm. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was the first 10, 15 years of my life, you know, working on farms and and uh, hanging out in the countryside. It's a lot different now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I, I reflect on this sometimes as well because like my mother's side of the family are dairy farmers. Yeah. So I I, I even remember as a kid going from living in the town of Fomoy in, in Cork. Yeah to their house on the weekends or whatever or when I was visiting and I was like fucking hell this is rural like this yeah. is proper yeah. like country like yeah. Ireland you know yeah. um, it's different it's a yeah. different It's a, there's a silence and a stillness there isn't there there is and there's a wildness to it and there's a 
there's a there's a be- there was a beauty to it as well but but of course Ireland Ireland and its weather is is is, is uh you know they say when the sun shines in Ireland there is no other place but it only shines about six days in a year <laughs> you know um, uh, but uh, I've just bought a castle in Ireland with my brother actually in, oh, awesome. um, so I am very drawn to to the homeland and as I get older probably drawn a bit more but Australia's home Australia is home. And, Mm-hmm. It's been very good to me um, on, you know, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. I can't remember all of it. <laughs> I, think I, I think I can remember most of it. Some patchy stuff in there, but yeah. Um, so did you do... There's probably some parts I don't want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you do hair before you came to Australia? Or? Yeah, yeah. I um, My eldest brother, God rest his soul, he... He was dating a hairdresser when he was very young. He was on. He was. He was sort of the entrepreneur because the well, man sort of you know ran away or whatever as alcohols do, and, or my mum kicked him out. I think was more likely what happened. Um, but um, my eldest brother was sort of the the, the the paternal sort of dad, as it were, and he he uh, he was very entrepreneurial. He started um, dating this hairdresser. I believe he was dating. He never quite told me. But anyway, she ends up at a hairdressing salon. Um, are running a hairdressing salon that he financed. He was only 21 at the time. This is at Innes County Clare. Hello to Innes people. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, he, I was sort of told that maybe school wasn't working for me at 16 or so. It wasn't really working. I, I could come back. I had an option of going back, but I wasn't really welcome back to school. <laughs> um, because I wasn't really doing anything at school. I wasn't, I wasn't very academic. I, I wouldn't say I was a troublemaker. I, I wasn't, um, but I wasn't probably. Um, I, I wasn't certainly very academic. I used to get bored in class, and um, used to spend a lot more time in the hallways mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. than the classroom. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was or down the pool hall or whatever, I, and um, yeah. So I, I he said, "Do you want to go and work in this salon?" And I thought, "Oh, work in a hairdressing salon." I thought, "Oh." Okay, and uh, then of course I I, I remember vividly the, the, the my first day working in this hairdressing salon, and I was like uh, six, seven, sixteen and a half, seventeen, and I think one of the first clients was this hot thirty-five year old woman with just the, just the most amazing body, and and, and um, I, I was shampooing <laughs> her hair, and I was going, okay, okay, I know what's going on here, and um, I sort of thought, you know. Here to sing uh, music, women, <laughs> and uh, and you don't get you don't get wet working on farms, you know. So so uh, you know pissing down rain in in Ireland. So and you could wear great clothes. Yeah. So so I was lured to hair to sing not because I wanted to do hair. I was lured there purely because of the 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 the, the idea of sexy hot women music and wearing good clothes. <laughs> No yeah. fucking interest whatsoever in here. Brilliant. So that, that that's how my dad sold it to me. So we, <laughs> we were we were talking about what I was going to do growing up, and I was like 15, couldn't decide. It was either work at a supermarket, work as a builder, yeah. or do some fucking something you're interested in. And he, we, we were sitting around dinner table one night, and he goes, ah, you care about your hair so much, why don't you be a hairdresser? And every, it just all went silent, and it's kind of like... Alright, that, that, that hit somewhere. Yeah. And then every, every as as the days went on he'd say, you know, look at me, I'll come home covered in shit. Yeah. 
hanging around with stinking blokes all day. He said, you'll be in a salon smelling nice hot women everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell, that sounds great. You know, as a 15 year old. Yeah. And then I remember um, similar story, like shampooing at the basin and, and there was this woman there and she'd always wear a skirt. And uh, the, the woman that was cutting her hair, she said, she, she loves you washing her hair, you know? And I was like, oh fuck, you know, get all nervous at 15. Next time she comes in, she must have said something to her and she goes, oh, I'm, I'm stuck to the chair. <laughs> I'm 16 and I was like fuck I don't know what to do <laughs> like, and, it, 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 and it's that it's that it's kind of like it, this is actually quite fun it, it, it's, yeah. it's a it's a you know when we, we forget um, even as we when we travel in this great journey of life and uh, uh, you guys are quite a bit younger than me um, but but as we as we frantically move through life and this and get on this rabbit wheel or, 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 or sorry should I say this mouse wheel that spins around blah 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 we 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 forget about the experiences that that keep moving moving us on but there are these times that are crucial times or trigger times that define where our journey goes and um, um, that was a journey that that happened by chance for me and in, in 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 the majority of cases be it whoever people are be it singers rock stars athletes there's a defining changing time that they choose that path that takes them on this journey and some of us are very fortunate mm -hmm. some of us are not as we are in many ways um the chosen ones that have that have been sort of you know given glimpses of this is what your journey could be like and we run off with it and do it there's so many incredible people out there that have not been gifted the same thing you know mm -hmm. and and go through life in a in a in a very monotonous way doing stuff that they don't really enjoy doing or or not knowing what it is that they want to do oh, you know? and that's and, and so that's, that's that uh, you know, my heart bleeds for those type of people because life is hard enough when you know what you're doing or when you've got a purpose and uh, when you've got a path that's that's sort of you know in your vision. Or, or but if you don't have that, it must be it must be hard. It's mm. so powerful. We we talk about that all the time. Like that's half the reason, or most of the reason, why we do and most of what we do is is if we don't show people what can happen. Yeah, you know like people look at us and we're, we're just barbers right but look at all the things that we're doing you know yeah. you got Dyson Ambassador yeah got, I'm in the fame team you know doing all this kind of yeah. stuff it's like barbers don't they're like whoa if we don't show people that and share that well, it makes what, up, what do they what do they do yeah, you know, and, like, and, just and, like oh well and, I'm just and, stuck here doing this like. and and let me just assert you know we let's do the maths on that 49% of the, of the global population I believe I believe it's 49% is male. I think. I think women hold the uh, hold the edge on on two percent. I believe. Wow. I haven't done the I haven't done the maths on that, but yeah. I believe it's forty nine percent of the yeah. population. It's probably it probably would have been better if it was probably only forty percent of us. <laughs> there was only forty percent. Six percent. I take even less. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Take <laughs> I'd be happy with five. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. where we went wrong that's, that's where we went wrong yeah, yeah. <laughs> but isn't it interesting like what Lee was saying there like if we're not the ones showing people that route like how the fuck are we sitting here on a Thursday afternoon yeah the typical mainstream kind of route is we should be working in the salon right now yeah, yeah. cutting people's hair because that's just what you do you know but um 
yeah it's incredible all the opportunities I guess that it's yeah. presented to you over the years too especially for someone who couldn't give a single fuck about hair <laughs> well, um. <laughs> and then I become up, became obsessed with it yeah because that and that's the crucial thing was that I've always been into um images and I've always been into form and I've always been into like even when I was a kid if I was, if I was opening the farm gate and if the farm gate was crooked or the farm gate was was not hanging properly I'd be like we need to fix that fucking farm gate mm-hmm. okay or if mm-hmm. a wall was was broken down I wanted to rebuild that wall you know everything always had to be about symmetry to me and yeah I'm, I'm a completely and that that was some way I see it now even my daughter I think you know this is stuff that we don't really control this is stuff that once we come out of of the great womb that we 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 come out with this in our dna whatever that is um to a great point and they say it happens in the you know the first three years and i i, I believe that too monkey see monkey do um um and so forth but uh yeah i, I was always obsessive about 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 design, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't obsessed with the idea of doing women's hair on it, mm-hmm. on it yeah. just to look at them. I guess yeah. that was the context. That was the yeah. context of the it's expression bit, of. It's a yeah. bit. It may sound a bit brash and rude, but that's the, the honest yeah. truth of it. You know, yeah. I I, lo- I totally agree with what you say there. So you know, in our academy, um, and even in my life this year, I've been doing a lot more photography. Yeah, I actually, I want to yeah. get into shooting collections and stuff like that and I'm yeah. kind of paved, paving that way for myself now and something that I've been studying a, a lot lately is what they call human visual perception and yeah. it's the DNA and the biology of how your eye and your brain sees things yeah. and I agree 100% with what you say I reckon it even starts before those three years Yeah, there's things that the biology of our eyes and mind yeah. just like to see yeah. like we like to see balance Yeah, and I try to dig into that it's like why do we like balance because it's just safe it's yeah. safer. Yeah. The body, what one of our needs is to feel safe. Yeah. And we want to see balance. If that's crooked, it's not working. It's going yeah. to be unsafe. Yeah. Same with geometry, same with structure, same with form. Yeah. And it's amazing where it expresses yeah. itself in, in life. And right? that's why right. we end up in this industry. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you, know, I, you know, none of my family, I've got a sister who's a hairdresser as well, by the way. And um, a younger sister, she's three or four years younger than me. And, and you know, but, but you know, we all sort of grew up in the same environment. We all grew up, in, but, but I sort of was always that person that just had things had to be this way. Mm-hmm. A pain in the ass for the family, completely, you know. <laughs> the yeah. troublesome middle child. You know, it's, it's in, yeah, I guess like it comes, that's what kind of defines the difference between somebody who's good at hair and somebody who's, who's not so good at hair. And Lee and I kind of discussed this on the way here, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like we're jumping through hula hoops to, to cut people's hair either. Yeah. Um, we were like, you know, we get this question a lot in the academy. It's like, oh, but don't you love it? Don't you just love it? And it's like, not really, but we're still really good at it. Mm. And why is that? It's because of maybe yeah. the balance thing. We like yeah. the craftsmanship yeah. of it, the design. Yeah. yeah. The fact that we can do this with our hands. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, it's express just a visual. that. And, and it's the ability. What, what I think we, we, as we sort of, we take for granted really after a, a periods of time or after a period of time within this this great art of hairdressing and the, and the great business of hairdressing and particularly when we get into the business side we take for granted what 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 we, how we can make people how we can change people and how we can make 
people feel and, and the world of Instagram the world of social media and the, wor- the way the world has changed with, with businesses being launched and, and become mega brands out, out of just social media um, we, we must <coughs> understand and, and respect and, and appreciate that the certain things that haven't changed and the emotion of, of, of how a guest feels or how a kind lady feels or, or a man feels uh, and, and, and nothing no jacket they wear no dress they put on no makeup they apply or no no lipstick they, they smear on their faces are going to make is going to make them feel um, as good as when their hair's right and um, when their hair is on point for them at that point you know and that is it is a, the, the true one transformational tool that transcends everything that a person will wear Mm. you know mm. well it's true because if you take somebody's hair and you like if you take for example my girlfriend Hannah for example and just shave her head looks like a different human mm-hmm. yeah completely different looking human oh absolutely mm-hmm. and that probably transcends transcends into her feeling then and how she p- brings herself oh, about yeah. the world of course um, I, I feel there's another level to hair as well isn't it it's a very like tactile experience yeah like say with fashion you know yeah. people buy their new shoes they've new clothes uh, yeah. and like you said there's no bag jacket or shoes yeah. that are going to yeah. do the same thing i think because it's such a tactile energetic experience yeah you know you have created something for them in the last couple of hours yeah for yeah. them they don't know the person that created yeah. that you know it's just another thing that they bought yeah and, know, it, and, it, and it can change you can't you, you can't really um, well you can obviously we, you know we've got all sorts of stuff fillers and Botox and all that you can change people's face and you can change people but but there's no quick fix quicker than a, uh, than a restyle or a makeover on hair mm. um, that actually changes the net. We, if you peel back all the clothes and all the all the trimmings and all the all the stuff that's meant meant to dress out the human body, um, there's nothing that does it better. Mm-hmm. I, I loved something that you um, I picked out there. What you were saying is about you know how they feel uh, in that moment at that time, yeah, and yeah. that's something that I bring into my consultation. Yeah. I, I just take all the assumption out of it yeah. and, and I come into the consultation with how do you feel in this moment yeah. right now yeah. and how do we create that to help you express that yeah. and feel that yeah. and uh, it's it, yeah it, it gets really beautiful and enjoyable that way yeah it's, it's and I powerful. think it's less prescriptive I think, it's very I, think prescriptive. I think that is that is the magic of, of the makeover and it's the magic of, of that transformation I guess what used where I used to get frustrated and I, I don't know doing ladies hair was just to repeat you know every six weeks you know whereas, yep. <laughs> whereas when I do transformation it's like a one night stand every night yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a complete <laughs> it's a complete change always <laughs> that sounds rude but it's true it's true it, 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 it's um <laughs> we can't put this in camera we're putting it in <laughs> I don't cut anything but, out brilliant <laughs> <laughs> but it, it the the ability to tr- change, make that change it there's so much mystery in it and there's so much mi- mi- um this a significant um like you revolt you're bringing to life um we have the ability to bring to to release these dopamines in a in a in, in a woman in or, or within a man and i don't do my men's hair much i'm not very good at men's hair um that that just it, the person completely changes, mm. and and now with the additives of hair extensions and 
and um, you know does other tools support tools um, that are there to it, it's taken even further and further you know you can see if you look at celebrity transformations now you know you look at um, I mean America you know has never been known for always really the best traditionally the best hair in in a traditional sense yeah mm. but one thing america does is it knows how to sensationalize transformations mm. and you can see that with celebrity you know um and uh, it's probably you know 20 years ago you would never really you know have mood boards that were based around purely californian or u.s uh or, or hollywood celebrities now uh, or, or whatever now it, it was always models and and actresses and maybe um, you know but mainly models back then and, and and people you know music musicians also sort of defined a, yeah. a style a style guide Kate Moss and all these other people but but now it, it, a lot of it is um, the sensational um, the US has really punched forward with that you know. Mm. It's interesting in education as well. Um, we went over to uh, LA this year with the fame team. We stopped yeah. off in Long Beach at the Issy Hair Show. Yeah. And uh, Cole was there. He was ex Sassoon's uh, educator, yeah. Cole, Cole yeah. Thompson. And uh, really awesome guy, Brit British guy. And uh, he, he's doing a lot of education for Hanzo now in, in America. And he said, man, it is so different educating here. He was like, I had to learn to become an educator again and he was like not for my skills it was like for the performance yeah. and like you said you know, to sensationalise he was like I had to tell jokes I had to put on a show perform he was oh, like that yeah. was never part of my thing it, it's a, um, and he was like if you can learn to do that he was like you're off to the races yeah. like, they, yeah. they almost expect it as well yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and that's probably things that really the, the Brits and maybe even the Irish we don't do so well yeah. really we're not yeah. really we're a bit more reserved don't we yeah we're more sort of yeah until more. we get out of Ireland yeah <laughs> and we until go, we get out of England yeah, but it's true it, yeah. like we come yeah. over here and we sensationalise what we learn to do at home because yeah. I was, just, if I was doing what I was doing at home it just wouldn't be received the same way yeah because people know they kind of know you or they know your family or they know my mm -hmm. family I don't whereas know. here we just we just sort of you know, run naked on Bondi Beach, and 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 you know, your mum's watching it on Bondi Rescue. Exactly. Anyway, back home in Ireland. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have the freedom of, of there's there's how less yeah. judgment. Yeah. There's less judgment how, here. How, how many how many near drownings are there in Bondi <laughs> Rescue? And it, it's all Irish. Irish fellas. <laughs> and it's always on a Sunday morning. Yeah. True. <laughs> Fucking hell, that, and that relates directly yeah. to product yeah. of your environment, doesn't it? You yeah. know, and then you cut loose from that environment, and all of a sudden you're free. Yeah. You're free. Yeah. Reinvent yourself. Yeah, yeah it's I insane. think we all can share yeah. that. You know. Yeah. So yeah, coming to Australia, you, did you come? You said you came here at 21. Was that right? Yeah, I was. Uh, I, was I think I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I came here. I came here. I'd here about long, as long as you was, and uh, <laughs> um, and. Um, I, I I actually trained we, we ended up in Sassoon's my brother sent me over to Sassoon's we've sort of went off from the storyline of me what you call it. I went, went to Sassoon's went to Sassoon's school they be, asked me to become a varder there at Sassoon's I did that for about three months I was supposed to do six months and then returned um, to Ireland and worked um, in Limerick actually for a little while yeah and um, then I got a job I got a job up in Dublin as well and didn't really that didn't really work out and 
And then I um, I sort of um, hightailed it over to Australia and worked here in uh, just down the road. We're in we're right now on Chapel Street at the yeah. Como Hotel in in Melbourne. But I, I worked. Uh, on four ninety five Chapel Street for a guy called Paul Whitehead and Riff Mink and, and for Bieber as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, I went on a bit of a journey working in salons. You know, I was a bit of a vagabond, a little bit of a sort of um, you know, um, I was I was typical sort of what every guy like yourself, Lee and and you Owen was when you come over. You don't really know really how long you are going to be here for the first five years anyway mm. are you are you going to stay are you going to be drawn back home are you you know is it, is it all going to work out you know um and and do you really care probably not either because you don't really you know it's only when you get loans and mortgages and cars and i was talking to this about somebody just want a working visa with me at the moment uh, uh, in the office with my office lady earlier when you really only understand it when you when you sort of been down that that path yourself but Eventually, I think uh, Australia is such an, an alluring place that we all get sort of addicted. <laughs> mm, yeah, absolutely. I can relate to that yeah. very closely. Yeah, it's just got very serious all of a sudden in the last year or so since you know doing the business and getting yeah. the fucking you know making the money and yeah. having all the repayments and having to do all that side of things. It's like, oh, this is actually real now. Because the first couple of years I was here, I was just working, going out on the piss at the weekends. Yeah, not living kind of like a carefree life. Yeah, yeah. And just going with it and rolling with the punches and taking all the opportunities as they were coming because there's no sense of like, oh, I'm definitely going to be here. Yeah. Like, you've always got a plan B and plan B is is go home, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Ireland's not a bad place to be. Um, mm. You just don't yeah. really get the weather, but Melbourne weather sometimes a little yeah. bit sketchy too. <laughs> it is. It is. It is for sure. Remind reminiscent of home though at times. I love this city though. Yeah. I'm not saying it because I'm, I'm we're doing this podcast, but I. This is, uh, you know, if I was to be t- brutally honest, I, I probably miss this city more so than uh, any other city. Um, um, I, I, I really love Melbourne. It's, mm. it's, uh, it's different, isn't it? The weather mm. probably can can be a bit frustrating, but mm. yeah. I feel like that too. I think maybe it's because it was the first place I arrived. Yeah. Like similar to you, I arrived living on Chapel Street, like my first. Yeah. Yeah. Base, um, and I was, I just, yeah, I'm just drawn to Melbourne. Yeah. Wherever I go, mm. I'm like, ah, oh, this is still. Feels like that. all the Irish, all the Irish, and a lot of so lots yeah, of the lot English, English yeah. as well. We all end up in St Kilda, or you know, we we end up in St Kilda. So yeah, or Paran. If we're really cool, we end yeah. up in Paran, you know, <laughs> or Fitzroy. Fitzroy. Uh, anyway, end up in Fitzroy because there's always a pub on every corner. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but where, where yeah. are you based now? Me, I live on the Gold Coast now. I live on. The, I mean, I've got to say, I, you know, life's been kind. I live on a beautiful house on the beach right on the beach and on uh, about five minutes from the airport and I know you've been to Cullingate I'll get you t- one day you guys come and maybe we'll do the next podcast there you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I, I, I sort of built a house there 10 years ago t- because I was traveling a lot with sounds in Melbourne sounds in Sydney um, and I went I don't want to be commuting an hour to the airport check in for a half an hour and then fly for an hour two hours if it was to Melbourne uh, I want to be five, so I'm only five minutes away from the airport, mm. and um, um, half an hour from Byron, half an hour from uh, ten, ten minutes from Burley, um, which is where my head office is. Yeah, and I've seen uh, incredible. Yeah, I was in Burley for a few months this year. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have fucking caught up for a beer. Yeah. I walked, I walked past the office. I was like, oh. yeah. 
Office, head office, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got what one an, upstairs now as well. We've got another one upstairs for the Wild Brand and the MPT brand. So, yeah. so we're taking over that little corner there. It's a good yeah, spot. Well, it's very local. Yeah. It's cool. There's a guy actually up the street um, that I know Bob who owns the, owns the marketing um, agency up the street, Edge Marketing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know him. His name's Dan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It was, it's a nice spot there, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. West Burley Road. Yeah. 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 So how did um how did Oscar Oscar come about? Well, I um, how did you get to to the point where you have a head office? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell just, us that path. Um, just a bunch of crazy hair just is working for a, some crazy madman called Oscar. Um, Oscar. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, I, I I ended up in Queensland when I was um, you know early early twenties and whatever twenty three twenty something twenty like then. I'm being a bit fl- smoke and mirrors here with with numbers, so I, because I don't want everybody to, add, to figure out my age. But um, uh, and then um, um, I I was teaching for a big salon group up in in Queensland, and then I decided really on a whim one day to open a salon, and um, I opened a salon in Brisbane City, and um, didn't turn the same key every every day, basically six days a week for seven years and then opened the second one the second one became hugely successful um and then we opened a third one that became even more successful over time so you know all of a sudden i had within 10 years i had the number one salon group in terms of boutique high-end group um um in in the brisbane area you know Mm. because everybody had one you know benito Bini had one salon and Everybody else had one, and I had three, you know, and it was growing, you know. Then mm. you know, I opened in uh, the Gold Coast um, at Pacific Fair, um, when I won Australian Head of Steer in, in the early 2000s, early 2001, and then it sort of just went a bit crazy from there. I, I guess there was a change in me where I, I had, for me, I, um, and we spoke about this earlier, um, Lee, I know you, 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 you we've sort of all been there, or some of us have been there. I, I got to a stage where, um, you know, I <clears throat> want, you, you've got to take a part, you've got to, it's very hard to wear both hats, it's very hard to be completely, to, uh, to be a hairdresser, you're guessing your client wants an awful lot from you, and we're not talking about um, the, the, what you do with the hair, we're talking about what you give them on an emotional level, the conversations, the chats, the yaks, the yaps, um, and and that connection with them, and and the more that I I expanded salons, the more I was finding that I was getting um, um, I was in deficit always um, to be able to supply juggle those those two very different dimensions. Mm-hmm. You know, you know you're you're doing guest hair, and you you you're dealing with other stuff in the background you know like you know a, a new lease or a new fit out or or um you know a staff member or or, or, or so forth so i started to pull back uh, um off the selling floor maybe started to pull back off the selling floor probably when i opened um in paddington in sydney about 2004 2005 i think mm-hmm. that was i think one of my fifth or sixth salon i did i opened melbourne and um, but I still stayed on the salon floor probably until about maybe 2010, 11 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, we can relate to that. Like when there's so much going on mm. <clears throat> in the business, 
aspect of things you know running a much smaller operation obviously than what you yeah. were running at that time I just found like presence was the most valuable currency that I had and I just couldn't be present mm. with my clients yeah. I just couldn't I was somewhere else mm. like I was and they know it they know it yeah. right they know yeah. it yeah. Yeah. but yeah. now even like when we're having a conversation earlier you know we're talking about business we're talking about you know the academy or we're yeah. talking about what we're doing it's like it's a different different cogs are turning yeah mm. yeah and it's, I find it hard to go back to that. Yeah, it's like fuck. I can't. And you're sort of you're sort of shortchanging the client because you're really, even though you might be giving them the best haircut that they've had, or and they might be, to, it's it becomes a process, and um, that people don't really when people go into salons like us. When you go into a barbershop, a, a barbershop like I'm talking a cheap and cheap and dirty barbershop, twenty bucks a haircut, get them in, get them out. That's a process. You still will have your favorite person. But when you go into a particularly a high end or high end uh, offering, your your what your part of that price point is you, mm. <laughs> and it's not your skill set. It's, yeah. it's it's very much the persona yeah. of you. Mm. And um, if you shortchange there, you, you get guests will come back. Um, but it's it's an uncomfortable. It's actually quite uncomfortable after a while. Mm. I think unless you unless you can be present all the time with them. Mm. It's really refreshing to hear that actually because we've both experienced that and uh i'm down to one day in the shop yeah and uh you know we we have our morning meetings you know we yeah. just do a little 10 minute meeting i say to owen i'm like look my hands are tied today yeah and the reason being is when i'm in the shop i want to put my shop head on i want to put a shop head on because i experience the same thing and we've had this conversation you know to make that 100 150 dollars worth it yeah like you say they yeah. need me yeah, yeah. They don't just need the haircut; they need yeah, me, yeah, and, yeah. and I've taken so long to curate that environment for yeah, them. Yeah, um, it's, not the, it's not just a, it's not the visual and the physical of what you can produce and what you can do, and and even the show and how you present and all that, and your yeah. advice and all that is, it's actually when that you got to be present in in conversations. Mm, yeah, you know, and, uh, and 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah when you take when you take it to a new level in, in like business or, or anything like for example we do the academy right and we we might get paid like 10 times more than what we get for a haircut potentially yeah, yeah. or more yeah. and you know I, I will either do haircuts now like I'm I don't work in the shop at all but I do like a couple of haircuts a week yeah. just for cash and then but I'm either like I'll either do haircuts for free or I'll, they're expensive yeah yeah because yeah 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 well, at some point, right? and i'll do it for free because i want i'll actually i'm but it's not really free because the cost is my presence and my time yeah yeah, yeah. which isn't free because i could be spending time booking a workshop that's yeah, going to yeah. make me more yeah. money yeah and it's like i actually really explained that to my clients when i was pulling away from the shop yeah. floor and they understood when i put it that way um yeah. but i would feel like i was doing them an injustice yeah now when there's guys at the shop that can do it for less money and give them a more valuable experience because that's where they're at on their journey yeah and when i say going back i don't mean as if it's a bad thing to be working in the shop i'm just saying back in terms of my journey because like i've moved to another place yeah, you've moved to a different place and yeah. and you know i th this is this is pivotal to this 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 banter here is that The people that can work on a salon floor, I I, I honor them, um, and that I can, and can I just say, women, <laughs> women, beat men all every day long, 
and all day long with the ability to multitask and the ability to be able to spin so many different places whereas men if we're doing one thing we can only do one thing you know (laughs) (laughs) we're very primal simple creatures I mean there's nobody that's going to deny that oh hey guys so if you've been regularly listening to our podcasts you'll hear us speak into the power of branding and personal brand well we believe it's almost as important as cutting hair in the modern day landscape of our industry and world. Therefore, we have recently engaged a branding expert with over 20 years experience to create a brand accelerator course on our online platform, The Network. To learn more, please visit the description of this podcast. Now back to the podcast. And, and um, um, but business is not for everybody. Business is a fucking headache, yeah. you know? Um, going out on your own path is scary um doing what you're doing is scary because there's a nakedness about that there's a non-safety about that there's, it's on harness you know and it's it's sometimes it's it, you know the path is 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 foggy you know you, you there are, there's lots of twists and turns you know we've we've all we, i i just said to a partner the other day that you know, she's got our Camberwell store. We relocated out of Doncaster. I said, we can fucking do anything now. We've we went through a fucking pandemic for six months in, in Melbourne, you know? How strong has that made so many people in in our industry, mm, yeah. um, globally, you know, to any of the listeners on this, globally, this has made people go, fucking hell, you know, I am resilient, you know? What, what, what we, I suppose, were subjected to or what we endured, um, though it wasn't... You know, human humanities endured some terrible things and atrocities, and obviously we 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 all ate and we all were fed and we all had roofs over our house. So most of us, anyway, most mm-hmm. of us. Um, but we are. Uh, it's you know, it, it it's people. I pay homage and I celebrate people that that can can do that can work on a salon floor and enjoy it and i sit and i look at the people that we produce and the people that we train and the people that grow through our system and i go wow hallelujah you know it makes it sort of it brings me back it brings memories back of where where i was at you know and i think that's that's the magic of our business you know there's a magic in our business that there's no other there's something about our business that's so fucking sexy you know that um i don't think will ever change you know it hasn't changed in my lifetime okay it's been driven by different platforms it's it's changed and it's salons are a lot fancier now they're a lot sexier and they're a lot you know tools are different you got dyson is an incredible machine um and i call it a machine because it has revolutionized um you know but the whole world's revolutionized itself in so many ways but but hairdressing is it's it's such a sexy industry and it's such an intimate industry still and it's so touchy-feely and and it, it, it as i say it releases all this different stuff in 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 people um and and it's it's magic mm-hmm. yeah when it's done when yeah. it's done with good intent, like it's magic. Oh yeah! It? Otherwise, it can be a real fucking yeah. train wreck. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you touched yeah. on um. So you touched on your business model there a little bit about like partners and yeah how you run things. It's it's an interesting one. I remember you explaining it to me. Yeah. Um. 
and it's something that you know we touch on a lot like mm-hmm. on this podcast we've spoken about it and you know we can see even the model of um barbershop barbershops changing as well yeah because you know nowadays you got the everyone wanting to kind of be their own boss or going out working on their own or yeah. working from home um but you've introduced a very interesting model right like yeah um well i think what ha- what um happened there you know lee you you've come from the uk you've seen big salon groups um, yeah. we probably the biggest salon group in the most long-standing one of the most long-standing salon groups in europe is it comes out of ireland actually it's peter mark but and and uh a lot started there i used to just sort of look at that brand when i was you know started here to sing and it, it's still still very strong today you know okay. but um i just knew that if i was running high-end luxury salons at, at a high-end level I couldn't be everywhere and managers um, if you didn't have skin in the game if you didn't own if it, if you didn't walk in and feel it was yours when things got tough i.e. someone resigned or, or someone's sick or two people sick on a one day or someone was sick on the day and someone resigned <laughs> on the same day and someone broke their arm on the same week you know if you're a manager it's like this is I'm getting an extra hundred bucks yeah. next time 200 bucks we even if they were getting another 200 dollars a week I go they're not going to be able to they're, they're going to go oh, fuck this let him mm. deal with it mm. um and I just couldn't really deal with it yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't want to deal I, with it <laughs> so I, I just went okay but I also seen working for groups before that nobody gave me the opportunity to buy in or be part of something big and I went you know what if, if I have great people I can't and if I really want to keep them and I'm not gonna just tickle their fucking tummies with you know taking them to dinner or fucking buying giving them a fucking David Jones voucher because it's their fucking birthday we can all do this tummy tickle but it's all it is is it's, it's serial masturbation that, that has an expiry date you know and it it's 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 it there's no longevity in it because there's no real fucking purpose to it other than fucking licking ass and and making somebody feel good for a moment but guess what they break up with a boyfriend the following day or they have a bad day or they go oh guess what he's just upgraded his car they're going i'm fucking out of here Mm. um and so they should because if they put years and years into working for you dinner's not going to cut it mm. you know it's a token it's great um but it's 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 a tummy tickle to a point you know i, I prefer to give them nothing to be honest with you because there's a there's a there's there's people people have to want to work for you that's that's number one they got to follow a leader and they've got to believe in you but if you for if people and if people want to work for you and just want to do hair and that's all they do they wake up and all they want to do is do beautiful hair that's it's great and have the best work environment for them and you will keep them you mm-hmm. know and if you are a good boss you will keep them and they will stay with you as long as you're not fucking completely bipolar or just you know on the piss or on the sniff or whatever every day they're, they're gonna they're gonna follow you you know um and our industry is full of that chaos you know mm-hmm. um but if they want if they have dreams of doing something but don't maybe 
don't want to go down that scary path themselves by themselves um, and want to go on that journey with somebody then the partnership program is the best mm. because a lot of it's taken out you know you don't have to worry about the bloody L'Oreal invoices or the Redken invoices or the Dyson invoices you don't have someone's taking care of that you don't have to worry about the payroll someone's taking care of that you don't have to worry well Instagram is normally side by side you, you everybody's got to be involved in Instagram if they want to drive their business mm. um, 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 these days in social media on, at, at mm. some level yeah. but we have marketing people so so there's a lot of support there because mm. running sounds now is not like what it used to be in back in the day you know um it's it's you're a you're a counselor you're a, a therapist you're a, a trainer you're an accountant you're a retailer you're a merchandiser you're a hairstylist you're a father a mother um uh, a foster parent um, a, a guide doctor for their dog um, that's broken its leg or had spinal issues because you bought a Frenchie. Um, you, you know, there, <laughs> there, is, there is so much to running a business now um, that it's a pressure cooker of madness, you know. And um, that's what, why I partner program probably works for us because a lot of people go this is an easier option and it's a better mm -hmm. option we've got partners that that you know they work 35 you know 30 35 hours probably work 20 hours a week and they're on three hundred thousand dollars you know you know they're taking it in their mid-20s yeah and you know what you've done there is quite um you know like you said you looked at the peter marks but when i think about the industry as i know it right now when I think about the barbering side of the industry, that's yeah. very, it's revolutionary. Yeah. If somebody was to introduce a partnership program like that in barbering, it would change the entire well, game. There is, mm. there is one that I've seen and it's, it's, it's making a little bit of an, it, it's sort of like the new, it's a groovy Just Cuts. I guess Just Cuts tried to do that in the 80s or whatever. And, um, um, but there's a group called Man Cave now that oh, yeah. you're mm, familiar yeah. with those. I think they mm, were sort of yeah. birthed out of Bondi in Sydney, mm. was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're opening quite a few around. And I stood outside them. I was actually quite close to my... Um, um, <clears throat> um, I was passing through Tweed on my way to my farm and I needed to pop in to get some stuff and I had my daughter with me. And um, I, was, I stood outside. There was this massive queue on a Sunday morning with eight barbers and they're all in the, all these barbers well 18 to 21 mm. smashing out cool cuts mims barbers barber stuff for like 40 50 dollars a pop i don't know mm -hmm. what they want and they were just smashing them up and there was a queue of 15 20 people standing <clears throat> outside the salon and it's cool it's got a bit of a cool so so there i mean america's got a lot of big barber chains um yeah mm. you know yeah, but most 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 chains are smaller, mm. two or three, mm. four people. You know, mm. to scale something is hard because it's, you know, it comes with growing problems. Mm. Yeah, and I think you know what what you've done there as well is, it, it takes a lot of like taking the greed out of it as well. Yeah, and oh, it, it, to, to, in order to scale, you have to take greed away. 
Yeah. Like you can't scale with greed in in it because then you'd just be like, oh well, I want to. Take well, you're going to be very time. fucking lonely if you do. Yeah. Um, or you're going to be a real asshole in our business anyway, and in our business nobody likes assholes. So you've got to be at least kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be an asshole and be kind. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and um, and um, as long as as long as the you know, as everybody's doing okay, that's that's okay. But I mean, it's it's you've got to have a little bit of when you when you're in business and you're in there and you're fighting the good fight of against shopping centers Westfields or you're paying 300k plus rent a year you need you need a business to perform and you 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 need to be able to go to war in, mm. with these shopping centers sometimes and we've we've been and we, you know I'm fucking body scarred with, with war scars from yeah. dealing with shopping centers for years you know so mm-hmm. so um, and that's part of the reason that you know, um, I guess people put it in our partner thing as well because we sort of look after that. Mm. Well, you've done all the hard yards yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're, they're learning from, they don't have to pay the dumb tax. Ever hear that statement no, no. about dumb tax? Mm-hmm. So it's like it. the, the tax that people pay on, what's the best way to put this? It's kind of like the, the best, or the tax that people pay, so the extra money they pay just fucking shit up like yeah, yeah. for so long when they could have just went to a mentor yeah yeah or they could have just went to through yeah ah yes 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 and yes, i had yeah. learned just, yeah. all, the, all the mistakes are just wiped from the table yeah yeah, yeah. well well a lot of them are a lot of them are and uh, uh the majority of them are yeah. you know and the great thing about it is when you've got that size even if you do make a mistake we take it on the chin anyway you know mm. like um you know for instance my salon beautiful salon beautiful salon in canberra well it was designed off, off obviously through through the back end of COVID. Um, wasn't able to meet, doing as many site visits I, I was. I put a I put a high bar area, and then I worked out and walked in there eight weeks ago, and I said, "Oh, gee, you know what? We could have put stations there, but I thought it was going to be too narrow. So popping in two stations is going to cost me an extra ten or twenty thousand. I'm going to pay that." Because mm-hmm. I was in charge of the design, <laughs> you know, yeah. so the sound, the sound yeah. is not going to pay it. I'm yeah. going to pay it out of my own money. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, 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 you have to be, you know. I think at the end of the day, you just got to be fucking noble, and you've got to be um, with people. People aren't. Who wants a, stu- a stupid ass working for you? Mm-hmm. Who wants stupid people working for you? Want smart people work for you? Mm-hmm. We create people, good people. Mm-hmm. We create, you know. I build them tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a, mm-hmm. uh, a leadership thing, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and great so, leaders, so you know, leaders. so yeah, that's right. If if the, if if you build them to be smart, and you build them. Well, you know, you've got to you've got to treat them accordingly. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, everybody wants to be treated well and, and, and to be respected, and that's the most important probably for the majority of people that work for you or work on your team and it is you know i said it the other day salons don't make fucking target salons don't become successful a bunch of people that work as a team as a united team is what makes salons successful it's what makes circles in in western australia Circles doesn't make circles successful. It's a team that Charlene puts together that makes that successful. That work in unison together, mm. like an orchestra. The same way with uh, a Joey. The same way with an Oscar Oscar. The same way with any someone that becomes successful. It's a team of individuals that work with a common goal. Mm. Our soccer teams, World Cup soccer teams, are, are not built on yeah. the brand name. They're built on the brand name. They're where where individuals work and sing together. 
even individual sports in the yeah. UFC, they yeah. they all train. As oh part yeah, of teams. that's a camp. It's a camp. It's a camp. Yep. Like yeah, it's that's so powerful. Yeah. Because there's, the, I think individualism you, is being like pushed as well these days. You know. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, yeah. when you're when you're in a cage, and I I follow martial arts. Uh, I actually have a boxing gym. I don't know if I knew, you knew that. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, but I, I I fought because because that is you are alone when you when the door is closed there and cage door is closed but but it's the team that gets you there and it's the team that that builds you to that and it's the team and then you 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 are unleashed to 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 do your thing but um, even as even at a salon level we teach people to be part of a team but when they're going on the salon floor on a Saturday morning. They're by themselves. Yeah, the cage door closes. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. in their own I love own that cage. analogy. Yeah. So good. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's so true. Yeah, but if, what if there's no camp? What if yeah. there's no training? That's in, right. in most salons right. and most so barbershops, there's, there's no, no camp. So, so they, can either, they can either do shit hair, do shit dollar averages, not return a client and lose, or they can go in there and fucking win. And, and we build people to win. Brilliant. And that Brilliant. is that is probably the layman's um, analogy. I think guys that enjoy UFC probably under, will be drawn to that more than yeah. some people will think we're fucking crazy. But 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 it we is. Are. We love analogies. We are, as you know. We yeah, love yeah. a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's a sign of a genius, apparently. If you can yeah. come up with a good analogy. Yeah. Well, I draw analogies all the time, mainly because people don't understand where I'm coming from half the time. So I try to <laughs> break it down, but I confuse them even more. You know. Yeah, brilliant. That we, was I, I just want to touch on a, a few steps back there when you were talking about kind of the the buy in on in in a partnership. Yeah. So, do somebody wants to become a partner with you? Is there a buy in from them, like skin in the game? Yeah, did you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that changes everything, doesn't it? Because yeah. um, I, I don't know if you follow any. Wait, of, wait, get, listen, I have to be. I, I, I make money out of salons being successful, um, because I get, I get, I get. Part, part of the pie it's simple you know I get part of each gate I take the, I take a lot of the risk I've got a, a highly established brand of 30 plus years um, and we got systems and processes better than we could run a group of 70 salons but do I really want to work with, do, deal with that, that amount of stuff not probably now probably not um, and I like keeping it elitist as well um, but we do, we do uh, and I don't really like the franchise model. If I wanted to really whore out my business, I would do, I, I, I could now, as it's been established for so long, I could whore it out and roll, out, roll, roll it up as a, you know, 50 salons and, and collect, you know, 300, 400,000 from every franchise and just ride away into the sunset and fucking, you know, hang out and hang out with fucking Conor McGregor and fucking, uh, <laughs> Yeah, wherever, you know, <laughs> at the Black Forge Inn. <laughs> and, just, and just get jacked up, um, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, That'd be kind of fun gear. too, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, just get full of steroids and, and uh, have a bit of fun with that. But uh, I think that ship sailed from me. <laughs> but, but um, you know, uh, uh, it, it's important for, if, if you give something, somebody something for nothing, um the likelihood of the making it work is low, but in there are salons with there are unique salon situations where a, a salon might have been very poorly managed, or it might have been trading at a loss, or it might have been history where we 
the 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 entry figure has been very very low yeah mm -hmm. or minimal um but most of them there is a license fee and that's normally dependent on 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 the market um covid changed things a little bit as well and then when I sell them on, it's different as well. You know, multipliers and what to sell, you know, what to make, profit, multi, et cetera, mm. et cetera. So it's all different. But I make, you know, we, we make money out of, you know, um, we make money out of out of this a salon's um, success. Mm. And and it's not just about the money. It's never actually been about the money to me. Money mm. is something, it's like it's like a petrol gauge on a on your car. You know, you know whether... What, what, whether you've got an, uh, enough in the tank to keep going or, or you know, that that can keep, keep you on that journey for a yeah. while. And that's, that's a momentous part of yeah. what, what money does. But uh, I have always been driven by challenges and, and, and doing things differently, you know. Yeah, overcoming mm. obstacles and yeah. challenges. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a good analogy, actually. Yeah. You know? There's no point in having a car sitting there full of petrol and not driving it, right? Yeah. Well, we're Irish. We're fucking, you know, we're 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 born into fucking challenges, you know, by just being Irish and you're, you're English. Yes, you know? yeah. Um But you know, we, we, we even coming from where we we came from, and um, you know, the adversity. You know, we come here into Australia, and it's like fucking hell. People got can I get what twelve? 12 sick days or eight sick days a year and then they get like and then they get this and then they get that and we go fucking hell yeah this is like paradise oh my god see we've already passed step one of the commitment piece like yeah as lee was touching yeah. there we've part we've passed part one of the commitment test by even coming to australia yeah and then it's the buy-in thing even when we charge for education it's like yeah. the reason we price ourselves the way we price it is because we feel like it's undervaluing the product or the knowledge and experience we're delivering to the client of the education if we don't charge them for it because when something's free they don't give a fuck right that's right that's right and, and you know and, and it's forgotten and, and it's it's not regarded and referenced in most cases now you, you you will get somebody that will having said that and this is very very important I would prefer to get, it, it, I, I, the most important for, thing for me is the individual that's going to lead it Mm. because yeah, I have had a, a, a few a, a few situations in my time where people oh yeah 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 feature the bullshit blah blah I'm gonna do this 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 and this and they're just they're just pulling your chain man um, and they're pulling their own chain which is even worse you know because they think it's like a, a, a turnkey McDonald's do you know when even a McDonald's even a McDonald's the most heavily processed systemized company in the world and the owner of McDonald's goes through the biggest screening. They have this biggest screening process. Um, the owners need to be present in the business. They need to be working at 30, 40 hours a week. You know, McDonald's, you, we think that system runs on, on um, a systems and process. That runs on owners leading the fucking charge and yep. being across every part of the business. Yeah. And this is, this is the most... So to think... That you can just open a salon and turn the key, and oh yeah, people just rock in, and they will rock in. But will you make profit? Will you last? Will you keep teams? Will you? You know, I've seen, I've created a lot of great hairdressers, probably in the thousands now, probably into the thousands, um, and trained a lot of great ones. You know, and um, 
some have a lot of them have done incredibly well um some of them have become very successful in salons some of them have become you know traveled across the world and became session stylists and gone into film and all sorts of different stuff but but it's it's a it's 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 not an easy game you know and it's not an easy game to 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 be successful in long term mm -hmm. anybody can have a, have, a, have a run in the sun you know mm. well that's the difference right like it's is it the short-term gratification mm. piece mm. like a lot of people in our industry are working for this week and next week but what about after that it's yeah. the long term well sooner or later you're gonna you're gonna you know the bank's gonna want you to buy a house so you know yeah banks we don't own houses banks own houses banks were created uh, created for for um uh our houses were created for bankers not for not for for us you know and uh, uh the world is is set up that way and um but we all get on that that wheel you know and we, as we develop and mature and hope to think I'll mature one day um, but as we get older we probably do there's certain elements of traditional I suppose safeties and and um, being secure uh, financially or free freedom you know we spoke about freedom earlier and being able to come and go and me being I'm probably the most relaxed here now you got me in a good day yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but you know we 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 all sort of yeah we we're it's just part of mm. the journey what's well, interesting about the freedom piece as well like you know we speak about that a lot on the podcast and we make it sound like really sexy when we yeah. speak about it yeah but it's not it's more autonomy than freedom because i'm i still feel trapped within myself until i reach a certain point or a certain goal or until i get somewhere like i thought about this thing we always ask are we happy in the podcast you know to, to the guest that's here like and then I thought about it the other day and it's like sometimes I've answered that saying yes sometimes I've answered it saying no but I've really very rarely said no yeah and of course I'm not fucking happy not, yeah. I'm not where I want to be yet like mm. so how could I be happy well that's part of even though there's some that's, freedom that's and, the journey yeah. the journey is mm. you know we are we are, I mean as as I can only speak for 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 you know myself as and you know we we, we are humans by nature move forward you know mm. um they always in many cases you know choose the paths of least resistance and that's why as we get older we get chubbier and while we you know we 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 don't work as hard maybe and uh, or we'll take a shortcut walking through the park or, or whatever um we'll, we'll we'll sometimes drive when we should really be walking we'll take the elevator when we should really be taking the stairs um we we but we always want to move to a better place or at least our perception of the better place and you know let me tell you i've came from pretty much nowhere and i've reached that better place i've sat pretty much high on that fucking hill mm -hmm. um and um and now I'm really enjoying um, going back to my farm and uh, probably, uh, you know, because money doesn't make me happy. Um, um, challenges make me happy, but also, um, you know, um, we have to be, we have to seek out what really is important and health is important. Mm -hmm. Your health is your wealth, um, you know, and we, we, we sort of, 
we all think we're Peter Pan and now, you know, we as you work through the, the journey of life, you realize that, um, you know, um, life is, you know, it, it's, it's very precious, you know. Mm. Um, you know, I see my daughter, she's nine now, she's, you know, and uh, I, I, only a little while ago she was two, you know, and there's a big difference between a two-year-old and a nine-year-old when they're, you know, walking around with looking at themselves in the mirror with little midriff tops yeah. <laughs> yeah. and dancing, doing their little fun dancing moves, you know, and, and uh, I try to keep her away from TikTok and all that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, there's only so much you can do, you know, but, um, you know, it, it, time flies. Yeah. It fucking does. Right. T touching on that longevity piece, that there's an interesting thing happening in our industry right now. Certain certain people are touting this idea of like using the barbering industry yeah. as just a stepping stone in yeah. your life, which kind of devalues the industry a little bit. Yeah. And it's a bit of like I'm not sure if I really agree with the advice because that there's there's guys out there saying don't don't be a barber for more than five years. They were like, don't plan to be in this industry for more than five years. Use it as a stepping stone, make loads of cash, and then do something different. Mm. That's like advice people are giving. Mm. Uh, but, 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 I mean, if you look at, if you look at the, the barbering um, craft as it, uh, overall, and I only look at, I refer to the beautiful Italian barbers um, and they, and that, that, that that started barbering it in there when they were 12 and, and you know mopping the floor brushing the floor and in the, in the, what you call it it is such a it's such a, an elitist craft as well as I think the people it, it, that that is that's very much a very money grab mentality really you know um, that that pretty much pisses on the birthstone of that of, of barbering really because and, yeah. let me tell you if you want to make money really fast probably, probably barbering is not really going to be it I can tell you a lot yeah. more ways probably yeah. maybe not exactly legal I, but yeah. <laughs> I can think of better ways yeah I can literally think of better ways but plus five years right that that particular advice like five years is only when the good shit actually starts to happen yeah, yeah. yeah. and then everything is compound interest yeah yeah. you know like yeah. you how many years you're in the, you're in the, in the career your yeah. career now yeah. you're probably making the most money you've ever made today like because yeah. it's, com it's compound interest think, yeah, like, yeah. it just keeps compounding yeah. and, and then think about what happens running. along the way like what that actually does to our industry and the people in it it comes with a shitload of exploitation like yeah. to make that much money you that fast what? you got to exploit the shit out of everybody you, you come into contact you know, with you know what you got f you, 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 there's no longevity in exploitation no. really you know no. nobody fucking likes it really and no. we live in a world now where you can see it it can't be hidden it can't be brushed under the carpet social media is is, is the biggest the biggest exposer of, of uh, the goods and the bads um, but but you know Google reviews you know you're, you're, you're on a fucking you're open slander every day of the week but you gotta be passionate and whatever you do you've gotta fucking stay true to your passion and, and my passion was in business, building businesses and building people and and building salons that look magnificent and better than anybody else and that's what's driven me you know 
um, the barbering, whatever your passion is, which way you want to go with that. You, if, if you're doing it purely for, for as a money grab, as I say, there's, there's so many other mm. things to do. It's a bit of a bottomless purpose, isn't Maybe it? Maybe patch up. Especially in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patch up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a bottomless purpose, though, just ch- chasing the money. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, once we, once you get it, what then? You know? There's there's a little bit of whore in all of us, but, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 just, that's just complete out, uh, you know, swinging off a pole stuff. I mean, it's... It's there's no you've got a you know I love this industry because it's not because it's been just because it's been incredibly good for me but because I think it's there's so many amazing people that that are are so emotionally intelligent super intelligent you know um, and um, hairdressers and and our creatives are they're a special they're a special breed and, and people that work with with use their eye and their hands as a tool to 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 transform people mm. be it male female um whatever whoever mm. um all inclusions everything i i am all for um you know the universal journey of humankind you know but the the there has to be when passion is lost so is 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 um so is so is the the quest mm. Mm. it's interesting isn't it that we listened to a podcast lately um with Gianni Scumacci in it mm. you know Gianni Scumacci and he was talking about the hidden intelligence of a hairdresser mm. unbelievable and, you know when we're, when we're growing up in such systems like the school system mm. Emotional intelligence isn't rewarded. Mm. Academic intelligence is, mm. but like emotional intelligence in the world is more important. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like you said, you spent how many years of your life in the hallways of schools? I was the same. I was the same. It's not like I'm anywhere uh, near where I, I want to be. I, I, I certainly knew how fire extinguishers worked. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> fire alarms <laughs> potentially, <laughs> potentially more important to know than a lot of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So if there's a fire, yeah, yeah that's right. That's but yeah, right, yeah, like there's that hidden intelligence, the emotional intelligence. Well, schools now they got to change because oh, um, I mean, my my own daughter is a, a, an example. I see her so much in me, um, and her attitude as well, perhaps. But but um, you know, it, it, we we cannot be lambs to the slaughter in this in this world, and. And um, you know it, uh, there are how many accountants, how many how many lawyers, how many um, academics, um, you know, psychologists, what you call it, do you need out there? You know, mm. <laughs> you know, it's just a it's just a feedlot yeah. for academics the way schooling set up now. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know I've I, I've actually even said to my my daughter I, I've wanted to see if my <laughs> we could get my daughter. On, I'm telling her that she's going to have to earn her pocket money when she gets to 10. She's nine and a half now, so I'm going to have to put on the hard word. And it's coming, it's but, coming. Uh, but, you know, I think work's good for everybody, you know. Work's good, you know. It's therapeutic for people, yeah. you know. And and, uh, and yeah, she, she says that she doesn't want to be a hairdresser, but I don't know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Her attention span is, is a little bit like mine. It's a little bit goldfish-like, but she has got a very good eye for design as well. Maybe she's yeah. just obsessive-compulsive like me. <laughs> yeah. we, we were having this chat on the way in, and, and you know, um, I started hair when I was 15, so I was pretty young, 32 now. I've been doing it a little bit of time. And, 
you know, even that short kind of long or short compared to some people, but that perspective over my career, I've yeah. got a lot to thank for the to the hair industry for. Yeah, that is so much to discover about yourself in that time as well. Yeah, there's something you can build with your hands. Yeah. Um, again, like we were talking earlier, you can go off in your own little thought dreamland. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got that to deal with, but you've also got the opinions and the energies and the personalities of, you know, for us, 10, 12, 15 different people a day. Yeah. You compound that over plus 10, the people, 15, plus the people you work with, and the people you work with, and the people you work and for, clients. and their clients. And then you compound that five, 10, 15, 20 years. It's like, wow, this, if you're open to, yeah. if you're aware, fuck, you can accelerate your learning so fast. Yeah. You can become very mm. aware of the whole the right world questions. quickly. And yeah. I've, that's, I believe what one of the biggest gifts from the hair industry I've done is just to discover me and my yeah. own shit. Yeah, of course. And it's been unbelievable. And, and I think because that saturated dose of, of people. Well, well life's, you know. life's, uh, life's, life's a big uh, jigsaw puzzle really. And, uh, mm you know um whether all the people around us make that jigsaw puzzle easier or more challenging i don't know sometimes i, mm. I, I do remember when we we're talking about salon life um when i decided i need to stop maybe working in salons and this is only 10 15 years ago i, I used to stuff go up to the wrong clients all the time i start cutting the hair i go fuck no my lady's right there <laughs> <laughs> It's the wrong lady. <laughs> I've fucking taken one section and cut it already. She has, did she have a bomb? No. no, no. She wanted to keep her hair long. So, so yeah. There's a magic. There's, there's a magic. There's a magic in uh, in the spaces and the environments and the banter and there's there's some things that have changed a lot in our industry. But hand in my heart. I still say, see the same. Okay, yes, we walk out the back room and everybody's on the fucking Instagram, you know. Um, whereas before they were reading the magazines, um, you know. But there's some, there's a magic in in salon spaces that is, um, and, and barbering shops too. That mm. uh, you know, the, the, the barbering shops are still. You know, I, I often go to barbers. Um, I don't even go into my salons because they take too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go to barbers. So I'm the biggest. You know, I I I I I gotta I gotta say that. And and um, um, does that hasn't changed? Mm. Okay, it's become it's got become <clears throat> prettier. It's become more scientific. It's all that, but yeah, really, still people on people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah the biggest skill of them all yeah but yeah how fortunate Amazing. are we I know it's crazy so what's next uh, for, for Oscar then uh, I know you got a few things in the works you're yeah. working on some big yeah. projects yeah my, my listen you know I, uh, um, I I tried to retire about five years ago I could have retired not you call it and then I fell off <laughs> tried. I fell off a machine on my farm then six months later I was rearing in a car crash I broke my back I fractured ribs I I had a, uh, a couple of little medical issues um, after that that were sort of a in re related to that, you know, because it just throws the body into a complete spin, you know. And uh, I just went, okay, I'm not retiring. I'm going back to work. It's unsafe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the world's unsafe for me. <laughs> I'm better when I'm busy. So, so I, 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 I've always wanted to do get into cosmetics, hair cosmetics, and um, um, I'm, that's my journey now. Um, I have got a product called Wild by Oscar, and uh, um, it's the Wild brand is a, it's it's a luxury hairdressing brand. It's a it's something that 
you know, is my everything now. I mean, it's my baby now, you know, it's sort of my my second wife, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had the first wife for the last 35 years, and, and three years, and, you know, um, the first wife is still in the house. <laughs> but while is my, is the next thing for me, because, and I do it, I've, I've put a lot of money into it so far. Um, and, um, I've done a lot of research in it. We've got, we've got a lot of. It's a hybrid product. It's nature plus nurture. It's scientific and and also it's very natural as well. So it's got both sides. It's a it's a Tesla really. Mm. Um, I looked at doing completely natural, but then there was the performance issues and the and 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 so forth. Which which um, when you, especially when you do big hair, sexy hair, glamorous hair, yeah. um, you can't do that so much just using completely natural you know so you've got to push a bit of science in there but we've created a um a, a tesla sort of a hair care product which is a nature plus nurture and um and that's 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 it so i'm i'm jumping on that horse now and just gonna keep riding that horse for the next uh, into right away into the sunset you know um and uh that's it Mm-hmm. That's that's the beginning, you know. She saddled her up recently. You know, she's been saddled up, and uh, now she's ready to ride, man. So wild, wild, wild is it, you know? And, and and but it's, you know, you know. I, I've I've compared it with my my sec, my new wife, my second wife. You know, it's 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 deep in a tree somewhere. The Oscar Oscar brand, because of course, <laughs> um, it's it's connected, um, with my Oscar Oscar brand when it's. Sold through my sounds initially, but we we're gonna go. We're gonna take the brand global. That's the plan, um, and we're gonna do special big things with it. You know, mm-hmm. but again, it's I, I just want to create the f- best product for us. You know, that's it. So, got some good stuff going. It's exciting. Yeah, amazing. It's exciting. Well, um, yeah, I guess thanks for sharing your story. There's lots of golden nuggets. So in much there. gold in there. Jesus. We'll definitely have to do another one, won't we? I forget what I've said now. I, God, it's a little bit like when I hold a party and I forget every, forget the whole party. I go, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I get just carried away and I hope I didn't speak too much, Lee. And Brilliant. Brilliant. Leave you guys, uh, you yeah. know, you've been uh, it's all about you. calming, it's all about calming, you. calming uh, uh, flanked here by the, 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 the to the sexy Irish and Englishman Lee. So uh, we got uh, Leo, Leo, <laughs> Lee. Leo, Lee. Leo. Yeah. That's a good one. Hey. We haven't talked that one before, yeah. have we? Call yeah. the podcast so, Leo. Leo, this Jesus. is the episode. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah no, I, I I watched your podcast before or listened to your podcast before, and I I just thought they were very. It was very wholesome and very raw, and I I don't like scripted stuff you know yeah yeah well, we spoke yesterday didn't we you're like so what's the what's the goal with the podcast tomorrow <laughs> are we just gonna run with the wind i think that's what you said yeah yeah, yeah. And i was like that's how we roll we I just run with the that wind. clear roll yeah. with the wind yes yeah okay brilliant yeah awesome thanks Thank so you. much appreciate okay. your time and um yeah we're excited to follow the journey of where it's all going to go next next yeah. time like you said you, inst- you extended the invite to your house in the Gold Coast yeah so. okay well let's we'll be there ne- for the next, next podcast ne- ne- next year let's make it wild and let's see where wild is next year how's that yeah, yeah. let's do that yeah. amazing let's do it okay <laughs> sweet <laughs> alright ciao ciao